0: For coming on the podcast today again, his podcasts are nothing but the NBA and at the one NFL podcast.
1: Hey, thank you again, man. It's always an honor to come on here and talk different topics and stuff with you. So um, I look forward to hopefully doing this again in the future.
0: All right. Hello and welcome to this special edition of Out of Run End Zone, where we will be talking to the host of Nothing But the NBA podcast and at the one NFL podcast about his thoughts on the upcoming MLB All-Star Game, as he is a huge MLB fan. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I know this is kind of, you know, different because I do basketball and football podcasts, but, you know, baseball is my sport, so I will do my best to, you know, talk about it today.
0: All right, we'll start with some preliminary questions. Who is your favorite MLB team?
1: Yeah, so my favorite MLB, MLB team is the New York Mets, and it's some been a Mets fan since I was, you know, a, a child and, you know, always grew up watching them. So I'm not a bandwagon fan just because they got Lindor. So always been a, a fan. So What's your favorite
0: MLB player currently, I guess?
1: Oh, well, I mean, not going to really be a surprise here, but if you are blessed to have the best pitcher in baseball, then <laughs> you have to obviously be a fan of Jacob deGrom. Um, what he has done in his career You know, starting his career as a shortstop, actually, in the, in, uh, I believe it was single A. And then he, you know, didn't really pan out and is now obviously the best pitcher in baseball. I mean, it's hard to not have Jacob DeGrom be your favorite baseball player or favorite player in general. So,
0: Who's your least favorite uh, baseball
1: player? This is a tough one. Um, Acuna is starting to be up there just because of how good he is. You know, it's easy to not like him. Garrett Cole is up there because I've always said that, you know, without the spider tack that he he's really a nobody. And, um, I mean, he, this guy started his career in Pittsburgh and really was not that good. Or he was good, but he wasn't like, you know, what he is now. And then what he did in Houston with the cheating and spider Tack and all that. And now that he's not on spider Tack he's really showing that he's not that great of a pitcher. But my all-time least favorite player in the MLB is Bryce Harper. Can't stand him. Biggest crybaby in, in all of baseball. Throwing his helmet at Hunter Strickland. I mean, come on, guys, guys, terrible. Most funny.
0: Especially Most overrated player. Helmet, totally missed. I like Bryce Harper though, but yeah, uh,
1: I feel like he's overrated. I mean, a guy put up one 100 RBI season, one season of doing 100 <clears throat> RBIs. I mean, come on, that's from. Saw-
0: Garrett Cole pitch in Pittsburgh back in like 2012
1: once. Yeah, no, I mean he's a, he's a good pitcher when he's on spider attack, but you never yeah. know like <laughs> when he's off of it. I mean he's average. He's not worth 300 million dollars. Who's your least favorite MLB team? This is a tough one. um it's up there. It's. I mean, obviously, I don't like any of the teams in the NL East. I don't like that. But probably my least favorite all-time team is probably the New York Yankees just because of how we are right now. We're the two best teams in, in – uh, I shouldn't say that. There's, there's two good teams in New York, and I feel like for all the years, it's always been, oh, the New York Yankees are so good. New York Yankees are the best team, the better team in New York. But I think the New York Mets this year are the better team in New York. And I think that because of that rivalry, I think it's my least favorite team for sure would be the New York Yankees.
0: Yeah, they're up there for me. My
1: Good least source. favorite
0: player would be Trevor Bauer.
1: Well, I mean, it's kind of similar to you too. Um oh absolutely Trevor Bauer. Oh, terrible. I mean, come on. I I, we I could make a whole entire yeah, segment. I didn't now. like
0: him when he was on the Indians. <laughs> so. I mean,
1: just having I, I told the story to my uh my, my girlfriend's dad i mean just having a guy that will get pulled out of the game having a hissy fit yeah. takes the ball from Terry Francona and throws it over the center field wall i mean come on that guy that guy does not belong in this league i understand we're trying to have you know a, a younger audience incorporate them and like have like the fun with the bat flips and you know having these guys show emotion out on the field but there's no place in baseball for what he did off the field, just now, um, with the sexual assault case that he has, and also just throwing the ball over the center field wall, I'm not. I'm not here for that. Least, What's your? Wait, I gotta ask you a question though. I'm sorry. What's your least favorite MLB team? Is it Cincinnati? A good question. I
0: don't know. I don't like the Yankees just because, uh, like you said, they're like a big market team. You know? Yeah, and they they kind of had some like in the playoffs some brushes with the Indians. Like not too long ago. And Astros because they cheated. Absolutely. Tubbs because they beat the Indians in the last series. So.
1: Yeah, I, I just feel like that the Yankees, though. I mean, they they always yeah. are starting something. Like they're starting something in the series with the with the Astros, with, you know, Aaron Judge pulling on his shirt and stuff. I mean, they're always starting stuff, like the Yankees are. So I feel like that's why Red Sox fans don't like them. That's why a whole bunch of these teams just don't like the Yankees because they they try to start stuff and then they can't really back it up.
0: Yeah. Also, oh, I forget which commentator it was, but there was one where it was like, um, it was, it was like, if you start naming championships, like I asked like you, like Yankees fans, like if you start naming championships you weren't even alive for, then I'm going to stop listening.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> the Yankees, I don't know. They're always, the fans are annoying. Oh, we have, what is it, 16 rings? I mean, come on. Seventeen rings. I don't know. They have a lot of rings. Like, but you were alive for what? Two of them. If you were born in the two thousands or nineteen nineties. Yeah. I mean, come on. Ugh.
0: Do you have a
1: favorite All Star Game moment
0: or home run derby moment, or both?
1: Yeah, I kind of have. I kind of have both. Um, so, my favorite home run derby one. I guess. I'm trying to. Think, I'm trying to. Like, I, obviously, the Pete Alonso one. The most recent one, Pete Alonzo, one was awesome because you had him versus Vlad Guerrero Jr. And that just was back and forth. So that one to me might be number one. But also Josh Hamilton, I don't know if you remember this one, where he just like, he hit so many home runs in a row. At this, at this point, it was about outs. You had an X amount of number of outs to get. And once you hit that number of outs, you're done. So this, uh, Josh Hamilton was just going off, hitting home run after home run. And he was just on a little bit of a streak, and it was it was nice to see. Obviously, today it's you know you have three minutes or whatever to hit the most home runs you can, and it doesn't matter about outs. So I don't know. That was probably my favorite one, just seeing Josh Hamilton just go off in the home run derby. How about you?
0: Uh, I like the one that Harper won.
1: Yeah, that was a good one too. I think that was, at, was that is that that City Field?
0: Yeah, that was.
1: Ooh. I think it was at City Field. Or No, Yoan Cespedes won at uh, at um. City Field when he was on the Athletics. I
0: think I on um, in Washington, that one.
1: It was in Washington. That one was spectacular, too. And I'm not even a Bryce Harper fan, but yeah. that was pretty cool <laughs> to have him win at home yeah. and stuff. And to answer your other question, you, your other question was uh, favorite All-Star game moment? Yeah. So my favorite All-Star game <clears> moment was, Ichiro, I think it was Ichiro Suzuki hitting an uh, inside the park home run at um, I don't want to... AT&T Park, I think it is. Is it AT&T Park now, or is it uh, the one in San Francisco? In San Francisco, basically, hitting uh, inside the park home run off the wall. That was my favorite All-Star game moment. And that's as far back as I can go in the All-Star game, too.
0: (laughs) I like a couple years ago when Shane Bieber got the MVP in Cleveland.
1: Yeah. See, I don't – I really wish. I was, like – obviously, when the game was at – I'm 24 right now. I'm about to be 24 um in a couple weeks so when the all-star game was in city field I was not able to go I mean I was probably able to go but like I was young so I had to you know have my parents drive me and stuff um but like for you I mean having it in Cleveland like and you're close to Cleveland I like got that, that must have been awesome like to you know have it in that city like I'm, I'm from Connecticut so we don't have any you know we're not going to have ever a you know professional team here so just having it like be so close to you must be awesome
0: yeah all right, what is your reaction to the baseball season so far? It's
1: it's a love hate relationship, you know. I, I obviously love that base the baseball season's you know somewhat normal now with the fan bases and stuff. That's awesome, but the fact that we're having like rules established mid season, especially with the you know checking for spider attack and stuff like that, is is terrible. I don't like it when you know rules are made mid season. Another thing too is that it seems like these players today are, you know, home run or bust. Like these guys, all they want to do is hit a home run. They'd rather have 300 strikeouts with, you know, 50 home runs. And it's just, I don't know. I get frustrated watching a, um, a batter come up, bases loaded, trying to hit a home run when all you need is a single and you drive in two runs. Like that just frustrates me. I uh, I'm more of a, I guess you could say an analytics kind of a, a fan where I want, you know, these guys to produce, you know, X amount of runs with X amount of hits. I'd rather have more hits than runs. And I, I just, I want to see, you know, runs produced, not home runs. So good baseball. What yeah. about you? What's your reaction? Boy,
0: I kind of waited on the spider attack rule, but I kind of like it just because like they need more offense in the game. They do. <clears throat> But, I mean,
1: um, I also come from a fan a, a base that has the best pitcher in baseball who doesn't need the spider attack and just went over a one-year right. So, I mean, we're used to not a lot of runs being produced, even without cheating, for the best pitcher in baseball. So that's uh that's my subtle brag right there. <laughs> I'll probably hit, hit you with six more of those.
0: Yeah. I uh, think it's going pretty good, I guess. I watched – I guess I watched other teams more earlier in the season. And then I went to I've been to three games this season and two of them were walk-offs. So I just went to a game Friday that the Indians walked off. That's awesome. That home run. But they've been kind of struggling because their pitching staffs hurt. But yeah, I always, feel bad
1: yeah. for them. I really do. I mean they've they've gone through a lot of struggles. I mean Trevor Bauer was the ace and then um you had Clevenger, who was pretty good. Um, and Shane Bieber obviously is going to be you know a stud for that franchise. I just hope he stays, and he doesn't seem like he's as you know as uh, dramatic as Bauer was. So he's he's a, a real ace.
0: And I like to watch the Sunday night baseball games too.
1: See, I can't watch that if my team is on Sunday night. I, I have to turn them off. I can't I can't watch them. I can't stand Max Vaskurjian. I can't stand Alex Rodriguez. It's it's tough. It's tough to uh watch on ESPN.
0: I like that. I like that commentary duo actually.
1: But. Really? That's surprising. Yeah. I I, uh, ESPN to me is just too much like hype. Like they always hype uh, other things. Like you watch a baseball game, they'll be hyping up like, you know, like a curling match that's on, you know, ESPN 7, whatever yeah, it is. That is true.
0: <laughs> but I, I kind of like that. Well, not maybe that necessarily, but like, since baseball games kind of long, they do talk about other things. It's kind of. Yeah, so that's true.
1: That's true too. Have you been to any games this season? I have not. I'm scheduled to go July 25th um, to go to a uh, Mets versus Toronto game. So I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of excited for that. I haven't been to a game in two years. I usually go to about you know seven a year. That's what I average. So the fact that I haven't been to one in like two years is kind of rare. But uh, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see the atmosphere and feel the, you know, feel the stadium atmosphere. I mean, that's just there's nothing better than that. So, um, what about you? Have you? Uh, I know you just said you've been to a couple stuff. Like, you going to any any in the upcoming weeks?
0: No, or at least not. I mean, I might go to one more. See, because I went to a couple, and then I also work for an independent baseball team as an usher. So, we get free tickets to that, and I still yet, haven't used one yet. So gotcha. So, I need to use them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's part of the, yeah. you know, the hitting, hitting patch, package. So, that's, uh, that sounds fun. All
0: right. Which team do you root for uh, during the All-Star game?
1: Um, NL, definitely. I'm not, I really, you know, I'm not too – I know a lot about the AL and stuff like that. Like, I'm, I wouldn't say, like, I, I don't know that much about it. Um, but I really just know like a lot about the NL and really follow the teams because obviously the Mets are in the National League and they play every team in the National League. So you really get familiar with some of the players, the uh, you know the the fans, and some of the uh, organization as a whole too. Like you, you know you want to learn more about the top prospects and um, the Futures Game is really like one of my favorite events in the All Star Game. Get to see the new guys coming up. So, definitely in the National League to answer your question.
0: What are your thoughts on the location this year, which is Coors Field?
1: Yeah, well, it was originally supposed to be Atlanta, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then the whole voter law and stuff like that. I um, you know, I think that Coors Field is one of my favorite stadiums. I've never been there personally, but just watching it on TV, seeing how big the stadium is, the Home Run Derby this year is going to be so much fun with the altitude of Coors Field and just like the ball flying out of the stadium. It's going to be so much fun. I'm, I'm excited to see Pete Alonzo, Vladimir Guerrero, Matt Olson, like a whole bunch of these guys just, you know, hit bombs. Like that's what I really am excited for. So Chorus Field is I think the perfect all-star facility. How many major league stadiums have you been to? How many major league? Um, I actually have a list. I, I have a, a good amount actually. It's uh let's see. I've been to, I can rattle it off real quick. I've been to City Field 13 times, Shea Stadium three times, Fenway Park three times, Rogers Centre twice, Citizen, Citizens Bank twice, Yankee Stadium once, um, Tropicana Field, Turner Field, Wrigley Stadium, Comerica Park, Petco, SunTrust Park, Great American Ballpark, which is the Reds, um, Camden Yards, which is the Orioles, Progressive Field. So I have been to your neighborhood. Uh, Marlins Park, Old Yankee Stadium, PNC Park, and the Nationals Park. So, I've been to a couple.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I went to Wrigley, Blue Jays, PNC, Detroit once, Reds once, Washington, Indians, obviously, Red Sox, Fenway, Reds once. I think that's about it.
1: Yeah, I don't think this thing is updated um, yeah. because I have been to <laughs> Detroit as well. Um, Detroit is awesome. Uh, one of my favorite stadiums too, which is very underrated, which gets a lot of hate too, is Rogers Centre. I love, I love Toronto. They're, um, they're. I like indoor. I don't know. What do you feel? I want your opinion on this. What do you feel about indoor stadiums compared to outdoor? What do you prefer?
0: Um, I don't necessarily hate either i will say we went to when i went to the rogers senate it was raining so they had they had it closed it was kind of stuffy in there it was
1: stuffy i will say that i love it i love the indoor feel (laughs) of baseball i mean it's just obviously outdoor being out in the sun and you know the nice weather it doesn't nothing compares to that but it is a nice touch having a nice dome and stuff like i've been to tropicana field also gets a lot of hate i mean i see why it's not a great stadium but watching an indoor baseball game is, is so much fun. And they have their catwalks up there and it's, you know, it adds a little bit of a different feel. Like that's, that's what I like about the different stadiums. So you can go to a football stadium, you can go to a basket or basketball arena. There's no like home court feel to me, but like in baseball, I mean, the outfields are completely different. If you look at um, the uh, Colorado Rockies, I mean, they have 420 outfield in the center field and no other stadium is that big obviously the altitude is a reason why but like you really have home field advantage in baseball I mean Tropicana field with the catwalks if you hit the catwalk you have a separate rules for that catwalk so it's it's definitely a cool feeling just the different stadiums in, in baseball
0: yeah I should have Earlier, me and my friend want to go down to another Reds game this year. You probably will.
1: It's a beautiful, beautiful stadium. I I love um uh what is that Great American Ballpark. Yeah. I love I love that one. All right.
0: All right, we'll run down the home run derby roster, and you can give me your thoughts. First, we have I the leader in home runs, Shohei Otani. What are your thoughts on Shohei?
1: <laughs> this guy is incredible. How can you, like, this guy can pitch, this guy can hit, this guy really can field. I don't know why he doesn't I – mean, I know why he doesn't play the Elf, they don't want to risk an injury. But this guy can play everywhere. He is the modern-day Babe Ruth of, of baseball. And um, I'm really rooting for him in everything. I want to see him really just just succeed and stuff. All
0: right, and then we got your boy, Polar Bear Pete Alonzo.
1: He's, he's winning it. There's no way Pete Alonzo is not winning it. Um, the guy just can hit home runs, and if he actually has, I think he had his brother or somebody that is, is in his family pitched to him the last time, and the guy could not get the ball over the plate. So Pete Alonzo won with that handicap as well. So I, uh, he's the winner.
0: Trevor's story for the Rockies. He's got home field advantage.
1: Yeah, I don't know. The guy's the guy's not a. He's a good power hitter, but he's a good Colorado atmosphere <laughs> power hitter, kind of like Arnado. So, yeah. I uh, I don't believe in him.
0: Trey Mancini, Salvador
1: ah, Yeah, Trey Mancini. I'll stop here real quick just because I, I, I'm really rooting for this guy. Um, obviously, coming back from the cancer and stuff, I really hope that he, he does well.
0: Salvador, he's actually kind of a sneaky home run hitter. I saw him uh, Friday.
1: Yeah, we don't talk about Salvador though. He, he beat the Mets in the World Series. So,
0: <laughs> Matt Olson,
1: pretty good. I can rake. Yeah, Joey Gallo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll wait Joey for his
0: Gallo,
1: name. Pretty good. Oh my Juan gosh, Soto. that guy's insane. Yeah, Juan Soto. I'm not I'm not really too worried about. He's he's a little bit overrated. Yeah, obviously a great player, but a little overrated.
0: And we got your guy, Joey Gallo. Joey
1: Gallo, guy, watch out for him. I mean, he's he's a sneaky pick that could could win win everything. Win it all. All right.
0: So, who's your pick to win?
1: Oh, um, Pete Alonzo. Pete it's Alonzo. not even close. The guy, if the guy wants to win, he can win. He he can hit. He can hit bombs, and he can hit a lot of them. He doesn't get tired.
0: All right. Now we'll run down the All Star roster, and you can give me thoughts on some of the players.
1: I'm excited for this one.
0: Yeah. Starters, we got catcher. We just mentioned him for Royals, Salvador Perez. First baseman, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for the Blue Jays. Marcus Simeon, second baseman for the Blue Jays. Third baseman, Devers for the Red Sox. Shortstop for Red Sox, Bogarts. Trout, Angels. I I guess he's not going to play, but he was selected. Outfielder, uh, Tiasco Hernandez, who's on my fantasy team for the Blue Jays. Aaron Judge outfield the Yankees and then DH Shohei. What are your thoughts about the American League
1: starters? They're good. Um, <laughs> obviously, huge bummer on Mike Trout. I have him on my fantasy, so I'm not having a great season, <laughs> but um, no, it's Devers is amazing. I'm not a big fan of Simeon at second, I'm also not a big fan of Teoscar Hernandez and right as, as a starter. Obviously, these guys are good players, but as, as a starter. I could think of some other guys that I'd rather have than Marcus Simeon at second base. Um, but uh, besides that, I mean, it's, it's obviously a solid, solid, um, you know, all around position players wise. It's, it's amazing. So.
0: All right. We'll quickly run through the reserves. Mike Zuino for the Raves at catcher. Matt Olson uh, for the A's at first base. Jared Walsh, the Angels first base. Altuve, second base, Boba shortstop, Correa, shortstop, Jose Ramirez, third base, Michael Brantley outfield, Joey Gallo outfield, Gars, Garcia outfield for the Rangers, Cedric Mullins outfield for the Orioles, D.H. Nelson Cruz, who's on my fantasy team, D.H., J.D. Martinez, and then the pitchers are Shohei Otani, Garrett Cole, Lancelin, Shane Bieber, but he won't play. Carlos Rendon, Kyle Gibson, Nathan Rivaldi for the Red Sox, Yusei Korichi for the Mariners, and the bullpen pitchers, Raldis Chapman for the Yankees, Liam Hendricks, White Sox, Ryan Presley, Astros, Gregory Solo, Tigers, and then Matt Barnes for the Red Sox. What are your thoughts on the reserves and the pitchers for the AL?
1: Yeah, no, I think the, the uh, reserves are pretty nice. The one thing I like about the MLB is how they have to have one player from each team represent the All-Star game, or represent their club, which I think is amazing. Um, but some of the, the the bench actually sounds almost better than the uh, the starters. Um, Jose Ramirez, I think, kind of deserves it a little bit more than um, – deserve, deserves to be a starter more than uh, Devers and stuff. So that one is a little bit confusing. Bo Bichette. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Also, um, uh, what was the other guy you said? Carlos Correa kind of rejuvenating his career. But, um, again, second base, I, I believe that Altuve really should have been in at second base rather than uh, Semyon. Semyon really is a confusing confusing start for me. So obviously, you know, Toronto has a, a great fan base or something because they got all those guys in as a starter. So um, congratulations to them.
0: I think the Pro Bowl – they also put one guy in from every team. That's true too. Yeah, NBA doesn't
1: though. Yeah. Well, NBA is tough because you got to start eleven guys. But yeah. um, I just love how they do that because you know I want to watch the All Star game. If you want, if you want every team to watch the All Star game, um, you got to incorporate yeah. their fan base. So that's that's, that's yeah, it's good. Yeah. And for pitchers, I never said anything about pitchers, but the pitchers I think are a little bit weaker in the AL than they are in the NL. Um, I just hope they they you know, test these players for spider attack. I mean, what, I, I have a question. What happens if one of these guys test positive for uh spider attack? Are they banned 10 games or is spider attack legal? That is a good question. I wonder if they'll even
0: check. That's the thing. Like,
1: yeah. I mean,
0: um, it's crazy. It'll be, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they even check, but, um, all right. On to the national league. We got the starters, catcher Buster Posey for Giants, Freddie Freeman for the Braves, Adam Frazier at second base for the Pirates, Nolan Arenado, third base Cardinals, my guy Fernando Tazdiz Jr. at shortstop for the Padres, Ronald Lacuna Jr. for the Braves, although he just got injured yesterday, so yeah. he'll be playing. Nick Castellanos, outfielder for the Reds, and then Jesse Winker, also
1: outfielder for the Reds. Yeah, Jesse Winker, I'm not a big fan of going back to uh, Lee's favorite players. He might be up there too, Jesse Winker. Um, but, no, I mean, if you listen to <laughs> – you said it. I don't know if you're really, like, listening to some of those names, but I was listening to all those names, and that that lineup from top to bottom is much better than the AL. Um, Fernando Tatis, obviously Acuna, yeah. obviously isn't going to play, but his name just being in that list is insane. And Winker and uh, Castellanos are – the hits leaders in the MLB right now. So those two are insane. And I uh, believe Frazier is like the
0: average batting average
1: leader. Yeah. um, Future Met too. That's what they're saying. Might be going to the Mets. So um, I love Adam Frazier. I think he's a great hitter. I got to watch him a lot this weekend because the Mets were playing uh, Pittsburgh and the guy, guy is a terrific hitter. So good for him. Freeman's the only like questionable one. Yeah, um, you know, I'm kind of disappointed that Pete didn't get the call. Um, I think that if the Mets – the Mets have really – I don't know if you're familiar with it, but the Mets have really been banged up with the uh, the schedule this year. A lot of uh, postponements due to rain, COVID, and uh, just stuff like that. So I really feel bad for, for the Pete Alonso for not being able to make it and represent the Mets. But Tywin Walker, thats that's what I'm looking forward to. Looking at the
0: reserves, we got catcher JT Remuto for the Phillies, Max Muncy for Dodgers, Ozzie Alves, Braves second baseman, Jake Cronworth second baseman for Padres, third baseman Chris Bryant for the Cubs. He's having a comeback year. Escobar for the Diamondbacks. Brandon Crawford shortstop Giants. Trey Turner shortstop Nationals. Outfield is Mookie Betts, Ryan Reynolds, Kyle Schwabler, although uh, he just got injured himself, Juan Soto, Chris Taylor. Uh, do you have any thoughts about the reserves for the NL?
1: Yeah, um, I think the, the AL has better reserves than the NL. Uh, you said a couple. Chris Bryant sound, sounded pretty nice. A um, couple – uh, who was it? You had uh, Max Muncy in there. He's, uh, he's a solid piece. Um, just a lot of, like, you know – I think mediocre guys for the NL in the reserve spots. I think a lot of guys that are kind of having like bounce back years for yeah. the NL. So um be interesting to see, but I think the AL kind of tops the the NL for uh for reserves.
0: And then pitchers, we got your boy
1: Jacob DeGrom. He won't be playing in it though. Yeah. But I'm, I'm happy he still made it. I mean, I'm gonna I I bought his jersey. So <laughs> Garvish, who actually probably won't be playing now either. Yeah, that's it. I mean, a lot of the NL pitchers are bang- – a lot of the NL actually players are banged up, not healthy and stuff.
0: Brandon Woodruff for the Brewers. Corbin Burns also for the Brewers. Kevin Guzman, Giants. Herman Mercedes for the Rockies. Trevor Rogers Marlins. Zach Wheeler for the Phillies. And then the relievers, Craig Kimball, Cubs. Mark Malcon Padres, Josh Hader Brewers, and Alex Reyes Cardinals. Give me your thoughts on the pitchers.
1: Yeah, if you get a chance to really watch Brandon Woodruff and um, Corbin Burns for the uh, Milwaukee Brewers, I mean, that, those two guys are insane. Like They're really good pitchers and stuff. So, I mean, the pitchers for the NL, like I said, really just are better pitchers than, than in the AL. Um, Shane Bieber, obviously, is a great pitcher, but I think that you know Jacob DeGrom is a better pitcher than Shane Bieber and then it's just like if you work worked your way up like from best pitchers in the AL and best pitchers in the NL and work your way down I feel like the pitchers in the NL are better so I'm I'm excited to see what they can do in the All-Star game they're, they're pretty young.
0: I want to see well I don't know if I really want to see it cuz I don't have to watch it for a long time but um it was like a couple years ago maybe like 3 it went to extra innings and it was like One of the teams was running out of pitchers. So then the other team tried to, like, give them pitchers, but it didn't work. But I want the AL to run out of pitchers so, like, Otani has to pitch.
1: Yeah, see, I I like that, too. Uh, Otani is just so much fun. I mean, he's must-see TV. He really is, like, because Trout is out. He really is, like, doing what Trout usually does. And, like, it's. I feel so bad for that organization and that fan base because – Trout can never stay healthy. And then when Trout is healthy, Otani can never stay healthy. So you never have the two of them together.
0: Do you have any thoughts on the managers? We have Kevin Cash for the Rays and Dave Roberts for the Dodgers.
1: See, I love it. Um, Those are obviously the two managers that were in the World Series last year, and that's what the MLB does. I love it. I love how they, you know, it used to be whoever wins. um, There is something weird whoever wins the all-star game has home field advantage for the, uh, the world series. Yeah. That's what it used to be. And I love that. A lot of people didn't like that. They said that it shouldn't be, you know, determined off of like a uh, expedition game, but I think it gives more meaning to the all-star game and makes these guys want to, you know, win and play harder. So a lot of people didn't like that, but I, I like how the MLB incorporated yeah. uh, world series guys from last year into this, this all-star game.
0: Yeah. I didn't necessarily hate uh, that either. Cause it's kind of cool, especially because uh, it's like the wins, it's kind of like obviously important, to, but like it's like once you kind of get to the World Series, it's like the other team didn't like really do anything to like lose home field advantage, you know, like just because the other team won more, you know. Exactly. Different situation.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah.
0: yeah. Do you have uh, all-star game prediction on which team will win and what the score will be.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to have the um, the NL beats the AL, and it's going to be 7-2 to two is going to be the final score of that game. NL beats the AL, 7-2 to two is the score. And the winning pitcher is going to be uh, – I'm going to go Corbin Burns. That's the winning pitcher. I'm going to give you a step up from just a score. will give you the winning <laughs> pitcher.
0: There you go. Do you have an all-star MVP prediction?
1: The all-star MVP is going to be um, – just because you said it, Freddie Freeman. You said that he didn't really deserve to be that that starter. So I'm going to go Freddie Freeman. He's going he's gonna to prove us wrong. All right. I got – like
0: if your prediction is correct and NL wins, I think it will be Tatis. AL, if they were to win, I think it would probably be Otani.
1: Yeah, Latani, I mean, if, if I had to put all my money on it, I would say it was a safe pick. And Fernando Tatis is also safe. Tatis um, is my
0: favorite player right now.
1: Yeah, he's, he's fun to watch. Part he's Chimney, must-see TV, too. Because
0: he's Tatis, and then Paz because he was my first pick in fantasy this year.
1: <laughs> That's a good first pick. I, uh, my first pick was Juan Soto, so it wasn't really panning out. Um, Do you have
0: an early World Series matchup prediction?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I do. So my early World Series prediction here is uh, it's going to be the um, San Diego Padres versus the. Um, huh, I got to think about this one. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Houston Astros. I really think the Astros are just a team that wants to prove everybody wrong, and prove that you know they are a legit team. So I'm gonna go with San Diego Padres versus the Houston Astros.
0: All right what's yours though pick um i will go with a wild one just because i'd like to see it why not um i got chicago white Sox, love it san francisco
1: giants love it love it love it love it because when yoy jimenez and uh luis robert come back that team is going to be stacked i mean they're missing their two best players right now so that team is going to be Must-see TV, and it's going to be awesome. I really wanted to say Chicago. I just think they need another year.
0: I I think Astros is a safe pick for that,
1: though. Oh, I I, I, I really don't want to see the Astros, but I think they are just safe. Yeah, it is a safe pick. Do you have any final thoughts about
0: MLB, the All-Star game, the home run derby, or any thoughts in general?
1: Really, I just – I want everybody to start watching baseball and start getting into it more. I mean, it's it's such a fun sport. Obviously, it's easier to get into when you were younger, but baseball is really – it's legit. I mean, it, it legit is the best sport. So, um, they're doing a great job trying to incorporate it to be more of a fast-paced game. I don't particularly care for it, but it is starting to be a little bit more friendly to everybody, not just fans of baseball, so – Good for baseball and good for Rob Manfred.
0: Yes. Uh, do you like Manfred as the commissioner? i throw in a late question there.
1: Not at all. Um, DH rule needs to be in the NL. I'm so sick of seeing bases loaded, two outs, and our pitcher come up the bat. Come up the bat. I mean, it's just it's it's terrible. We don't want. I mean, the people that were so anti DH in the NL. They want to see it now. All those, you know, old old guys that were like, "Oh, yeah, the, uh, the NL, pitchers need to hit. Pitchers need to hit hit." But because of COVID, when the NL incorporated the DH rule, and we got to see it, a lot of the old timers were like, "You know, this is kind of cool. This is kind of nice." So um, it needs to happen. That's it. once it happens, I'll change my mind on Manfred.
0: Do you like the runner on second rule and extra innings?
1: Can't stand it. Can't stand it. That's another thing too. Uh, can't stand that at all. I, I don't like how an extra innings game is going to be whoever, you know, gets the guy out at second first. I just can't stand that. Um, to me, it just doesn't make the game that much faster. Obviously it's trying to limit the 18 inning games, which I guess it has so far, but it also games can still go 14 innings and you're also going to be probably using replay a little bit more, which causes more time outs anyway. Um, Cause the guy there's going to be a throw at, throw at home on a base hit and the guy is going to be either out or safe. And they're going to probably go to replay to determine that. So I don't particularly like it that much. And I don't think it saves that much time.
0: And this has been out of our own end Hope you enjoyed this week's episode of out of our own end zone. As a reminder, we can be contacted on social media at Out of Our Own End Zone on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And also we can be listened to on any site that podcasts can be heard. Once again, the team at Out of Our Own End Zone would like to thank you for your listening ship and have a nice day.